Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Let's Not. I'm Sam. And I'm Michelle. And we're back. It's Friday. So I wanted to get into how my weekend went, my alone time, mm-hmm. because Joe was out of town. And I don't think he should go out of town anymore. Really? <laughs> Girl, I feel like I was- you like it. I do like it, but I was just an emotional mess. I don't know why. Uh-huh. Not because Joe was gone. Yeah. It was, I don't know. Maybe I didn't have him to distract me from my brain, but mm. um, Beauty and the Beast is one of my favorite Disney movies. No, listen, okay. I'm, I'm going I don't somewhere. know where this is going. I'm going but somewhere continue. with this. <laughs> and so, uh, re- so back in December, ABC did like a, a 30-year special edition where it was kind of like on Broadway but it's where they're on Broadway but they um film it live and you can like watch it as they're doing it it's usually like uh popular musicians that will do it so they did that with Beauty and the Beast and so one of my favorite musicians her played Belle and then they had Josh Groban do Beast so this was in December and I had Joe record it on the DVR and I just never gotten to watch it. And every week he's like, are you going to fucking watch this? And I'm like, yes, don't delete it. So it's been on there for a few months now. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to watch that this weekend because then I can just chill out. So, girl, I fucking Uh sit on my couch. I'm with Raven and it immediately starts. And I just start crying. Like the first song started and Mm -hmm. I don't know what it was, but I cried through the whole damn thing. I don't know. Like, I get so emotional um, seeing, like, when I was growing up, I wanted to be, like, a singer. I wanted to be on Broadway. I wanted to do musicals. I loved that stuff. Yeah. And I, it just made me sad. I was like, man, why didn't I, like, do anything like that? But every song I fucking cried. They did, like, the live little action of it but then they also showed the old movie and then they showed original sketches and it's just like it made me so emotional how many people work on a project and you just Mm. don't think of it and so I just got I was crying over that like all fucking (laughs) Friday night like and I was just sitting on my couch talking out loud to myself crying I'm like shit why am I crying so much like why am I so emotional Belle's dad gets kidnapped by Beast like it's so sad because he's like this old little man in Beast he's just like this little poor little guy who got turned into a beast and he's gonna be stuck like that for the rest of his life it's just so sad I I dry my face after I'm watching that and I'm like well that was a lot so then I wake up Saturday and my eyes are puffy as hell and Mm. then day goes by like I try to do work get caught up on some stuff and then Saturday night comes and I'm like what should I watch and I don't know if you've ever seen the show it's on Netflix it's called Dead to Me with Christina Applegate um I started watching the first season but I don't think I ever finished anything with it I can see I can understand why you didn't like okay (laughs) <laughs> Not that, but I mean, some it there are a little bit of lulls in it. And yeah. so I've seen season one and season two, and then three they just put on maybe a few months ago. It's the okay. finale. Watch this so then I can be done with it and I don't ever have to think about that I didn't finish it. Oh my God. Oh no. Every episode, I was crying like a little <sighs> bitch. And the way it ended. <laughs> was so sad but it was also happy but I was just a blubbering mess and I told Joe I was like you fucking can't leave ever again and he's like why and I told him and he was like why were you so emotional I'm like 
I don't fucking know, man, but it was weird and I didn't like it. So Are you? You can't ever leave. <laughs> no. Are you about to get your period or something? Are your hormones all no, fucked? No, not yet. Not for like a few more weeks. Oh. That's what I was thinking. Cause I'm like, man, I'm just, I'm coming. Like I've been off of my period. So I kind of thought it yeah. was that, but I don't know. Oh shit. Yeah. I think he needs to like leave a set amount of things you can watch while he's gone. <laughs> like you're only allowed to watch these two things. Exactly. And so I saved the beauty and the beast and he was like, I thought you already watched it. I'm like, no, I'm going to make you watch it with me. Cause it's that amazing. Yeah. And of course he's like, I don't need to see it. And I'm like, if it's also one of your movies, your favorite movies, cause he's told me this before. I'm like, uh-huh. you need to see it. Like every beauty and the beast fan needs to watch it. It's so it's just great. Yeah, I'll watch it. That was my favorite Disney movie, like it growing was? up. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I'm one not sure if them. it was. Yeah, it was one of them, but she was definitely my favorite Disney princess, mm-hmm. like the one I related to the most. You know. Same. Yeah. Joe, like, are you kidding me? Have you not remembered the Nope fiasco? Like, Sam's gonna watch this oh my sixteen gosh. more times before. Can, can I just <laughs> she tell you? It. <laughs> So then I was also, I was like, man, maybe I need to watch Nope because I was feeling so sad about everything. Then I forgot that it was on Peacock. And so I thought I would have to find it from a third party site. Mm -hmm. Sorry, sorry, everyone who's against that. But you have to get on the internet, like on the TV and the, when you control the remote, it's like doing a mouse on a computer and it's just confusing. So I'm like, I don't want to do that. Um, and then later on, Joe was like, no, it's on Peacock, remember? I'm like, God damn it, I forgot. Yeah. But I did watch Get Out. But real quick, going back to Nope. Okay. I'm so excited because um, Studio House, they do a lot of cool horror shirts. And Joe had ordered me two Nope shirts when they did a pre-sell for mm-hmm. them. And they came in and they sent the wrong sizes and so joe's like do you want these ones or do you want like the original size and i Mm -hmm. said well i don't know because i wanted them baggy but i ordered them a little bit smaller so i could wear them not as a night shirt and i was like well i really like the baggy ones and i was like i mean yeah email them and see if we can exchange it but girl they were like sorry we don't do exchanges if we send you the wrong size so do you have someone that you can give those shirts to and we'll just send you (laughs) more and so I'm like I'm like hallelujah I get a night I get two nope night shirts and two day nope shirts and it was just amazing (laughs) everything's coming up Sam it's just coming together (laughs) (laughs) finally some good news thank you (laughs) (laughs) you know what I like doing with like men's t-shirts that like you know obviously I really like the graphic or something but Mm -hmm. I like to um chop off the hem on the bottom and on the sleeve so it does like that little roll thing yeah and it gets like a little bit looser and like feels a little bit like not so shirty like so boxy yeah I Um, like that I used to do that a while ago that reminds me did you ever do the cut the triangle like in the chest Girl, I've recently found this creator. I can't think of her name at the second in time, but she does a lot of like millennial content and like how things were back in the 2000s, early 2000s. And she did um like a little TikTok of where it's like when I thought I was so like trendy cutting out the triangle of my mm-hmm. shirt and I'm like, oh my God, I fucking did that all the time. Yeah. I thought it was the cutest thing ever. Yeah, it's just... 
it was know, though. <laughs> it was because like a t-shirt is just like so boxy, boxy, and, like, suffocating. Yeah, it's like some you know I love a crew neck, but with t-shirts mm-hmm. sometimes it just feels like it just feels boxy. I don't have a different word for it. It's just what I think it looks like. Yeah. Um. I like like just the really I like on t-shirts where the collar's like super thick and like the sleeves are really mm, like yeah. I don't I don't like um like a women's fit t-shirt. No. I, I that is the worst style of shirt ever on me uh-huh. personally. But I'm like who fucking wants a shirt that is like it's like stuck on your skin. I don't know. Yeah. They're like tight and I just don't like how like short the sleeves are. It's like no, too short of a sleeve. It's too short. Yeah. No, I like I like it when like the sleeves are so big and baggy that it like almost goes over your elbow. Mm, like, I yeah. love that shit. Like take me back to when I was nine years old wearing like big t-shirts <laughs> like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why I love a good like uh baseball like three quarter yeah. shirt as well. Mm-hmm. I don't like my arms, so I like anything with like a sleeve. Yeah. I fucking love those baseball shirts. Like you I, I feel like they look so good on everyone and especially mm-hmm. I love when guys wear them. Yeah. They yeah, look same. so good in them. Yeah. What do the nope shirts look like? This black one is in a okay. nope and it's like in yellow and kind of mm-hmm. like a turquoise writing. And then on the back it oh, has wow. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It has that's cool. Um jean jacket has OJ looking up. It's pretty cool. Um and then the other one is kind of like this, but it's more like um it's a tie-dye one. It's so fucking cute, Michelle. It's like Ooh. purple, pink, gray tie-dye. It is so Ooh. cute. Yeah, I love it. I had an emotional weekend, but how was yours? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad that some good stuff came out of it. I, <laughs> I, <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't think that we really did anything this weekend because like, we were just back from the trip, so I think we were trying to keep it low-key. Um, Jake had some of the boys over to skate. But also, oh, I didn't even tell you last week that me and Jake both did like a cleanse together. Together. Um, I love that. And I've done it like, I would say like every like six months or so I usually do one. It depends if I do it for like three days or five or seven based on like how much I really want to like reset. Um, But Jake has never done it with me. Wow. Before we even started, I was just like, this is going to be so miserable for him. Like he's one of those people that if he doesn't like eat every four hours and like snack on something, or if he's just like hungry, it's as if he hasn't eaten in 19 days kind Mm -hmm. of a deal. And it's like this cleanse that I do there. It's a slow transition into a liquid diet for three Mm -hmm. days where it's like, teas and broths and that's pretty much it and like that master cleanse lemonade and uh I was like oh this is gonna be rough and yeah every single day that he came Uh, home it was just like he was like just so sad and mad uh, I was like I hope that you're not being a little punk at work and he goes no I'm fine at work but sucks I don't want to do it this sucks and I was like then just eat I told him several times like break away, break back into it whenever. He's like, well, are you going to keep doing it? I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it for like two more days. And he's uh-huh. like, well, I'm going to do it then too. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my God, I can't deal with you when you're like a How brat funny. like this. Uh-huh. So bratty. I was just, there was something on TV that we saw about the, um, 
the drink that you make and mm. I was telling Joe I was like oh my gosh that's the one that Michelle does and he was like really I was like yeah she seems to like really like it yeah but then... I've seen like a lot of people go for it and against it it's obviously I don't think it's like the super healthiest way to do a cleanse but I don't feel bad on it and like yeah why I like to do it is like like when we were just on vacation we were just eating and drinking so much that I like to get back to to the calories I should be intaking and like kind of shrink my stomach a little bit more Mm -hmm. and also just completely like reset the way I'm handling food because it's like once you've been eating free all free for all it's like all your body craves is like the sugar and the salt and the fat and so you kind of just need to what I like to do is just break that cycle with the juice cleanse because then once I'm on the other side of it I'm like okay, I just did that for seven days. I'm not going to like fuck it up now. And then I continue eating clean and green. So I, I for seven days, it. Michelle, I always thought it was yeah. three days in my head that you did it. Well, it's just three days of the thing. So it's like the first day, you know, you make your breakfast smaller, your lunch smaller, your dinner smaller than the second day, you know, it's like smoothies for breakfast and soups for lunch and mm-hmm. like a regular dinner. And then the third day, it's, you know, smoothie and tea for breakfast and then an even thinner soup for lunch and then like an even lighter dinner. And then the fourth day, it's just smoothies and teas and broths. And then you do like the lemonade and broth. And then yeah. on the other side, you like kind of come back out of it the same way. Okay. It's not easy. You definitely, I personally, after like doing it, I don't get that hungry. Like, famished or anything yeah. I'm just like no this is fine like I can deal with it Jake is not he's not used to like regulating food intake yeah for any reason so. <laughs> <laughs> so when Joe was out of town like I was better it's easier to be more mindful about what you eat when you're like by yourself but if he's like oh I'm about to fucking order a pizza or make a pizza and make fries I'm like well yeah. I need that too like why do you get to have that and here I am (laughs) fucking salad like it's not I know (laughs) no it's not and it's definitely yeah when he's not around it's much easier yeah but it's like if he's gonna be snacking or if he's like hungry it's like yeah I'll put it together a little charcuterie plate Mm -hmm. it's like do I need smoked meats and cheeses and olives right now no (laughs) I wouldn't (laughs) I wouldn't make it if I was just here alone but I'll snack with you Yeah, it's always fun. It's more fun to snack with someone. And also it's like, you know, we're gonna keep trying to eat clean throughout the week. But on Sundays when we're together, it's like, that's a day we can go out or we Mm -hmm. can, you know, make a steak and potatoes for dinner or whatever, you know, eat bread. Mm -hmm. So we just keep it to that one more cheaty day. It's not like we don't eat the other days, but you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> we just can't be cheat days all the time because we will be Ugh, too roly polies. <laughs> I know. I know. It's it's hard. Yeah. And it's honestly, it's not even like an aesthetic outside thing. It's no, like, it's like okay. inside. Yeah. I can tell such a huge difference. Um so I feel like we've kind of been eating crappy like towards the end of last week, because it's like, well. If Joe's going out of town, like, let's not get groceries just yet, blah, blah. Yeah. But anyways, um, I can tell because it's like when I eat clean or healthier, it's like 
then I have the energy to work out. And then I have more energy to think about like the good things that I need to give myself. And my brain is so much happier. But when I start eating crappy food, I'm, I can tell such a difference because then I just start like thinking really like bad things. And I just start yeah. treating myself like shit. And it's like, God, why is this so hard? <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I mean, it sucks because all the bad food is what tastes the best, but I, 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 this is another proponent to, I think what is good about like a cleanse is you just, after doing it, you crave it less. And like, so the other things taste better because you've also haven't eaten like that consistently for a while. So it's like, when we came out of it, I think I just made like roasted broccoli and carrots and something else. And I was like, this tastes so fucking good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just because, you know, you're like, you're like hungry. Um, so it definitely like changes your mindset, but no, I feel like also the biggest thing I've noticed is, and I didn't notice it before, but you know, like I would snooze my alarm a lot and mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, it doesn't really matter if I wake up at eight 30 or at nine 30, like I get to manage my own day or whatever. But ever since it, I wake up at seven 30 and I feel like I had a great night's sleep. I'm ready mm-hmm. for the day. I get to, you know, I'm up to do my yoga before the emails start coming in. It just, it's a, it's crazy. It is. And before like our little window of crappy eating last week, um, I was just telling Joe that because before I was going to bed like at 10 o'clock, which was super early for me. And I mm-hmm. would just fall asleep so fast. I would wake up so early and not be tired. But yep. this week I've been going to bed like really late. I can't go to sleep. I wake up like super fucking groggy and I'm just yeah. like, oh, I need to get my shit together because I really I like that other feeling. <laughs> yeah. 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 We're on that path now. So what had- are you on currently? Oh, it's over. It's, it's over. been over okay. since Sunday. Yeah, we did it like right when we got back. Um, Jake made it to the finish line? He did. So we cut okay. it short one day, but that's still yeah. something to be proud of, I think. Yeah, no. And he he was super appreciative after the fact. He was like, thank you for like like doing that and like making me like stick to it. Like mm-hmm. he was like, I do feel better. I understand like the point of it and yada, yada. And I mean, we both each dropped like 10 pounds in a week oh my gosh so, yeah I mean we were probably put on like five pounds yeah on vacation, on vacation. So. um but no it like it gets rid of all your water weight and like you know you're obviously not drinking like and the bloat yeah yeah so it just gets rid of all of that like real quick but I think that also like instigates you to keep it going because it's yes. like you have that immediate satisfaction of being like I just dropped 10 pounds. Like I want to keep this going. Yeah. Um, so it keeps you going. And I don't really care about losing the weight either. It's just, it's honestly about how I feel. And we're both about to turn 34. We're getting mm-hmm. into 35. It's like, I want to start building more better practices yep. now before we hit 40. Oh yeah. Um, so that's where we're at, but I saw, I saw like a little video clip. I don't know who they were talking about some celebrity, but it was uh Pete Davidson. He was on Jimmy Kimmel and it just started as they were talking about this friend, one of Pete's friends. And the guy goes, how do you stay in shape, Pete? Like you look really fit. And so he felt bad because he's like, bro, this is just my metabolism because I'm not 50 like you. Like I still have a metabolism. (laughs) And he didn't want to say that to his friend. So he said, oh, I do 100 crunches 
and 100 push-ups every day. So then it was his neighbor in a building. So then every time he saw the neighbor, he would see Pete and be like, 100 a day. And Pete's like, yep, 100 a day. So I guess this guy would do 100 sit-ups, 100 crunches, and he lost like 100 pounds. And Pete's yeah. like, I didn't have the guts to tell him, like, it's just my metabolism. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, what is that? What is that I know. like? <laughs> I know. Well, at least he changed that man's life for uh, I, maybe the better. Yeah. No, I've always had a piss poor metabolism. It sucks. Mm-hmm. It sucks a lot, especially when, you know, at this age, everybody else is kind of catching up to it too. But like yeah. when you're younger and you feel like you're eating healthier than everybody else around you and they're like rail thin and you're just like I don't get it mm-hmm. <laughs> what's this happening sucks. here uh-huh um but no that's another thing is I need to start putting the gym into my weekly because mm-hmm. then watch out everybody watch out everyone watch the um, fuck there's out. a youtube channel that I work out to and it's like my favorite it's called mm. grow with joe and she is like <laughs> I know I every time people are like is it joe I'm like no not that it's joe just- but <laughs> I would love it if he recorded fucking fitness videos just for you though like oh my no I wouldn't watch with joe. I would break my tv no um <laughs> But I started doing her videos like a few years ago and she is like the cutest thing ever. She's just so motivational, so inspirational. And her videos, she'll she'll do like walking videos. So it's really easy. She'll do videos from like the couch where you can work out if sitting on your couch if you have like an injury going on. Uh, But she also has an app. I haven't invested in that, but she does like dance videos and they're very easy. Like you feel like it's doable. So then you keep it up. Uh, and she doesn't fucking talk. Like it's just the music and yeah, she, she'll like signal to you like good job and keep it going and give me a little bit more, but she doesn't fucking talk. And I love that so much because <laughs> whenever I find a video and if I'm doing it, sometimes they fucking talk too goddamn much. Mm. And I'm like, I fucking hate you. And I just turn it off. I'm like, you pissed me off now. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. done with this workout. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> oh, I love a good dance video, like a good dance cardio. Yeah, because it's so fun and it goes by so fast. All right. I don't want to change gears, but because Go you talked it. about talking on videos and I just did this yesterday too. So I'll, I'm not, I, how do I start this? <laughs> so I'm a graphic designer, but, and I went to art school, but I didn't do graphic design in art school. I did illustration. Um, but all my jobs after the fact have been graphic design. So I'm like completely self-taught in that. So I watch a lot of tutorials, like as projects arise that need certain things. Mm-hmm. And yesterday I was looking for a tutorial to do a specific thing in Photoshop. And I was losing my fucking mind because there's so many that are like that, where it's like, it's a 15 minute clip of them just talking and even saying the most like basic things like, and you're going to want to open the the Photoshop app and then select file and open new project. And I'm just like, really? Like, is that really fucking necessary? (laughs) But yesterday I found this man. I don't even remember what it was literally like 58 second tutorials. It's literally just like command A, command U, and then you do this, you drag it here and there you go. It's all done. I was just like, 
I want to kiss you on the mouth. Like, yeah, you're like, bless your soul. Insane. I was like, I'm so happy right now. It made me so happy. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's something I, yeah. I love when videos like that get to the point, but I was also, uh, judging myself because I filmed a video doing like my planner stuff mm. and I was editing it and it's probably like a 20 minute video and girl I didn't start getting to my planner stuff until like eight <laughs> minutes in because I was talking yeah. about other things of my planner and I was like yeah we're gonna fucking hate this but I'm yeah. like I'm still gonna put it up because sometimes it is like can you just fucking get to the point yeah, but your like thing is a different reason and they're there to also like hear you talk and stuff and nobody's like in a rush to do their planner and like trying yeah, to get where through you're it with just, your like, video. Yeah, Googling it and you're like, I need to know this now. Yeah, exactly. It's a different thing. You're I good. Guess. I guess yeah. so. I think they appreciate it more. I'm sure that they would want like an hour of you just <laughs> talking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about all that, but. Uh, but I do got to say also, speaking of like graphic design and stuff, I 99% love working from home and not literally having to deal with like anybody except with clients through emails and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I will say that I miss kind of being in office just to bitch about things. Yeah. Because there's nobody to bitch about and I hate it. Like I'll get an email that comes in. I'm just like, are they fucking kidding me? And like, I like look around and I'm just like, Fuck, man. <laughs> Ichabod, Dottie, do you see this email I got? You fucking see this? <laughs> Literally, I'll try to read my emails while Jake is here before work just so that I can like, oh, complain about so little cute. things. Yeah. Like the other day, I had something come in and they're like, okay, so here are the edits. And they would like this word changed to like this paragraph. And I'm like, are they fucking, do they not understand space? Like, <laughs> do you not think that like changing one word to about six to seven words isn't going to like completely change the whole layout? Am I uh -huh. psycho? Am I crazy? <laughs> and Jake's just like, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> you should just, you should voice message me. I want to, I want to gripe about stuff. Oh, okay. I'll do that. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. That sounds like fun. <laughs> No, I miss not having you to my left at that. Desk. I know. Like, oh my gosh. Can you even believe it right now? <laughs> can you fucking believe this? Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if you came to my house and I had like a fucking horrific looking scarecrow of you like at a different desk. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I would love that so much. It is lonely though. I, but I mm. feel like since I've worked from home... I don't even like running into people in my apartment building. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. like, get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> no, no. And it's like, I wouldn't actually want to be in the office or anything, but it's just like little, I just think it's the bitching. It's yeah. Like you just want somebody to be like, oh, these idiots, you yeah, know? Yeah, <laughs> like the little banter. Yeah. The what do, what do they call it? The water? Um, the water, water cooler chat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The WCC. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, we do that every Thursday before we actually record because, that's you know, true. we'll talk for like two hours before we even uh -huh. start recording. <laughs> Get all my grievances out. I know. Before we started recording this episode, um, we took our little break and then Joe was like, oh, are you done recording? And I said, no. <laughs> and he goes, oh, you're in the middle. I said, no. I said, we were doing our little rant fest. And he's yeah. like, you haven't started yet? And I said, nope, we're about to now. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I do want to say with last week's episode where we talked about Vanderpump, I got 
a lot of messages where people are mm. like, I don't watch that show, but now I want to. Oh, shit. Well, like, that's good. You need to watch yeah. it because it's good. I think a lot of people, and I've seen so many people say like, oh, it's doing gangbusters now. And people that never even knew about it are starting to watch it. I'm like, oh, oh that's crazy. Because that I can crazy. understand people that like watch The Housewives or watch other reality to be like, oh, yeah, I'll take that on or something. But I think people that don't even care about this kind of shit are like, oh, yeah, I'll watch that show. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's like, it's amazing. It's great reality, but also people need to go with it in the mindset that when it first started airing, it was like 2010. So Mm -hmm. like completely different mindset. And also it's the restaurant industry. So like everyone's fucking everybody. It's like a fucking shit show. Everybody's sexist and rude. Like (laughs) A lot of fat shaming for a lot of skinny girls. Did you, you've worked in restaurants settings right well I did but at mom and pop shop so I never had that experience yeah but Jake used to work at Sylvan which is pretty much like a local chain of like it's like a Chili's or a TGIF Fridays Mm -hmm. it is exactly like Vanderpump like everybody is cheating on this person everyone's having sex with that one like there's drama there's cat fights there's Mm -hmm. scream matches in the parking lot where everybody smokes cigarettes there's party buses everybody's Uh living with each other Uh uh-huh so like at the mom and pop shops were there just not a lot of people or there weren't a lot of people like around that age at the time no I like the I was a waitress at a breakfast place you were the only crew member (laughs) yeah everybody else was family so like the guy running the you know the the stovetop was like the grandpa and then like the lady out front was a grandma and then their daughter worked there and then their son worked there, which they were in like their forties, fifties. Sure. And then I was the extra person. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. I've worked So no at... sexy time. No sexy time. No. So I worked at a pizzeria and it was located downtown and it was like a pretty popular place. And, um, I worked there and I loved it because like all of the guys that worked there were so fucking cute, but they were like Mm. grimy to where you're like, yeah, I probably shouldn't mess with them. But girl, there was this one guy, his name was uh, Chris and he Mm -hmm. literally looked like Orlando Bloom. And he was like, I think I was 16 at the time. He was like a little bit older. I'm not going to say how old, but I remember like, I just thought he was the cutest thing. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe this like hot guy is talking to me. Mm-hmm. And so I remember like, I went to his house one night and he was trying to put the moves on me, but I'm like, I cannot believe I went to this man's house. Like, oh my God. How, how old was he? He was probably like 23. But I was oh, wow. 16. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he was so cute. But anyways, my point is like everyone honestly was hooking up with, well, yeah. they all were, but, um, and the owner, he would just do like cocaine in the fucking kitchen. It was brutal. Mm-hmm. I'm that's like, all sh- right, I, this is a little too much for me. Yeah. <laughs> At 16, that's a shit show. <laughs> yeah. Back to the tanning salon. Here I come. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where everyone's just catty and mean. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. God. Uh that's so funny. Did he have, I don't know why, but I feel like at that age, you were attracted to men with chin straps. 
He had um not it was he had facial hair. No, the chin strap, uh uh-uh, uh, that never did it for me. Oh, okay. Yeah, good, it good. was like he had like a full beard. It was nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Probably it's your infatuation with mullets. And I'm like, oh, Sam would probably like a chin strap. <laughs> Ew, no way. Oh my God. Kill me now. No chin strap, please. I worked at a bar one time when I was like in my 20s because we all of our friends went to this one bar and it was just like a small, like a small bar. And so you knew everyone and you uh-huh. go like Tuesdays and Thursdays and then Fridays and Saturdays, two for ones, all fun stuff. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to work here. Cause then it's like hanging out with my friends and I get paid. But the thing was, is that I was really, I was shy and quiet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I would start taking orders and I'm like asking people what they wanted to drink and girl, I don't know anything about drinks or alcohol. So there would be loud music playing or there'd be bands there and I just couldn't hear. And, you know, I'm a little pussy ass bitch. So they'd be like, can I get a, and I'm like, sure. And so I'd go to the bar and I'm like, I don't know. They said something with rum and they're like, go fucking get the order. And I'm like, I don't want to ask them again. Cause I feel so stupid. Cause I would literally oh, say, no. what did you say? And then they would yell. They're like, I fucking said a rum and Coke. And so then I just, I hated working there. And so I just, I stopped going. Like I didn't even give a notice. Yeah. Yeah. That was, <laughs> I, could, I could never go there again. Oh, I, waited, that sucks. Like, I waited like a year, but then when I did go, they all recognized me and they're like, you fucking bitch. <laughs> yeah. No, they're probably like, Thank, Thank God. God you left. <laughs> like that was. <laughs> it was people... awful. It was yeah. my most embarrassing chapter in my life. Was working. No, there I was a great no. employee, but it's like I just didn't like asking people to repeat themselves. Yeah, yeah, and you gotta, you gotta I have got, to do yeah. that every now. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> so I think we were gonna catch up on what we've been watching. Yeah. So you saw the last episode of Last of Us. I did. It was a pretty good conclusion. I think it ended on a good spot for next season. What do you think? It did, but I just, I felt like it's, I mean, maybe it's because I'm used to being tortured by a lot of the season finales where they leave you like on a cliffhanger. Mm. It was, it was not like that. Like you didn't think you were going to have a heart attack waiting for the next season. Yeah. So maybe that's why, maybe I'm just not used to being treated well by a television series, but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but you nah, do you yeah. think Ellie's gonna be upset about what happened? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He went bazonko. I don't yeah. even think that's a word, but what is it? Berserk. He went yeah. berserk. Uh-huh. <laughs> um that was insane. Okay, but real quick, did you see Pedro Pascal at the fucking Oscars? No, I Girl, didn't. They showed him like yeah, I was just sitting on the couch minding my, my own business and they showed him real quick and like my jaw dropped. I was like, oh my God. I was like, Joe, do you mm-hmm. see how fine this man is? Like, <laughs> what the actual fuck? And he was like, yeah, he's a great looking man. And I just, I, this is the only, uh, the first thing I've seen with Pedro. And so I didn't know he was mm-hmm. like in the Mandalorian, uh, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, Narcos. Uh, Narcos. And yeah. Joe's seen all of that. And I'm like, it is not fair that you've seen more of this man than I have. <laughs> not fair. I feel like Joe's doing it to you. Exactly. Like, he's, so rude. He's out to get me. 
<laughs> but anyway, anyways, he's just such a great looking guy. He is. I mean, he looks great actor. In at least The Last of Us, his disheveledness looks like my dad in real life. Like his hair, whenever See, that's they what I love. Oh, whenever they like keep your film... dad away from me. That's all I'm saying. Get away from my father. <laughs> um no every time they fill him film him from behind i'm like that's my dad yeah dad Dad? daddy (laughs) even like the clothes he wears looks like how my dad dresses how sweet um no but he looks like he could be like a cousin of my dad's or something he looks like he could be in my family all right pedro yeah okay but last of us yes so there is gonna be a second season yeah 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 okay which you know I was talking to Jake about it and I really do like it and I'll keep watching it Mm -hmm. but also I I don't know if it's because I watched like seven seasons of Walking Dead or like other shows I just feel like it's moving so fast Hmm. and like how many times are we gonna like meet a group of people that are like look good at the beginning but then are like fucked up in weird ways like every episode it's like a new group and it's like I feel like you could have maybe only met gone through like two groups so far like why did they have to get all the way to Colorado and meet Tommy and then go back and now they're going back it I just feel like they're moving through it so quickly but also obviously I don't know the game right so I don't know the game either but I did hear that season one is the first game like that's how Mm -hmm. what happens in the first game so I think that's why it seems so fast to us and then they said season two because there's two games season two will be like game two and then I believe that there will be a third game coming along so then when they're they're pro the way that the show will catch will move forward past the game they'll probably have to write a different story kind of like they did with um game of thrones game of thrones yeah yeah that makes sense that makes sense Mm mm-hmm I wonder if like the second game is more like localized in one way in one spot. Yeah, I'm not sure. I could I could see them maybe doing that mm-hmm. just because it has been so fast and maybe just like get them into a community of where they stay there for a while. Cause it's like, I mean, what else would they do until we find out that Ellie finds out what happened? So I feel like because they're not having to travel constantly yeah. to get her to the place. So I think they probably will unwind somewhere for a while, mm-hmm. for a few episodes at least. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll definitely watch it. I think it's great. Jake just said, and I agree with him, that I want to see more of, like, the infected. Mm-hmm. Like, more of those scenes. Yeah. And less of, like, other people that are fucked up. I know. <laughs> I know. But what were you going to say? So, well, because I don't think we've really talked about Last of Us on the um, the episode where we find out who the person is that Ellie had to kill. And then also mm-hmm. where she almost gets attacked by yeah. the guy. But those two episodes like broke my heart. And especially like after Joel saved Ellie, like, oh, my God, I was so sad because you could just oh, see, yeah. like, how she was broken and she just mm-hmm. wasn't, like, her normal little self. Her yeah. Heart. It was, that was a rough episode. And that was, like, so they meet up. And this was two episodes ago, so if yeah. you haven't caught up, I'm sorry. But, like, they meet up with yet another group that is more religious-based and they're also cannibals. Like, they're eating their dead. 
So that's their fucked up storyline. And then, of course, like the main cult leader of it sees that Ellie's like this little badass that has leadership qualities in her. So he's pretty much trying to make her his wife. (laughs) And she's not having it. No. That was a great fun that was a great fun episode it was um, so fun <laughs> <laughs> but then the one before that it was almost like a standalone episode a lot like the bill and frank one where it goes back to ellie's past and it shows how she got the bite that she didn't turn from um and yeah she's like at a mall with her best friends and they're just having a night out and mm-hmm. then things go to shit but that was also fun seeing like the mall yeah i liked yeah. that um but also i don't know the like I recognize her friend slash, you know, they crush on each other. They're mm-hmm. into each other. I think her name was Riley in the show, but it's, I know in real life, her name is like Storm and she's also in Euphoria mm-hmm. as the, as, um, what's her name? Uh, Ruse. I, yes. Rue's Ru. little sister. I was like, I can't um, remember. But I think she does too much acting wise. You it's think too so? like Disney. It's like too Disney acting for me. Do you think maybe she just has like that look? I don't even think it's the maybe look. Maybe she did it's start like, on Disney. I feel like she, I don't know if she did, but mm-hmm. it gives me that vibe. Like you came up as like a child actor. So like you do it a little, you know, you exaggerate things a little bit much like the eye rolls and like certain, like even like movements and stuff. It felt mm-hmm. a little too acty to me. I can kind of see what you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, yeah. I also think like Bella Ramsey just like feels so authentic in it. Oh my God, totally. Do yeah. you watch the little after shows after? Yeah. Yeah. I love watching those she's so, so much. so cute. She's, With her little tomboy shirt. She's so adorable. Mm-hmm. And she's like, like, I feel like, oh, she's 19. I was going to say, I feel like she's my age. So I need to stop being <laughs> condescending. But no, she's not. She's like 19. <laughs> Besides that, so I know, I think you mentioned on the podcast that you had started Stolen Youth on Hulu, but mm-hmm. didn't finish it. Me and Jake watched it recently. It's a good documentary, and it's obviously fucked up. It's cult-like. It's the whole thing behind it is these kids are at Sarah Lawrence, their freshman, sophomore year. They have like their little friend group. One girl in the friend group is just like, oh, my dad's this amazing guy, but he's getting out of prison. Can he just like stay on our couch for a while? And for some reason that actually happens. If anybody asked me that while I was in student house, I'd be like, yeah, no, that's fucking weird. It's not going to happen. I don't need your dad like fucking looking at me at night in my doorway because that's what I would assume would happen. (laughs) Um, I sound so full of myself but just in no, general you don't. like i don't need a grown man it here is fucking weird yeah, yeah it's fucking weird um anyway so he comes in he just starts fucking brainwashing all these kids and it just gets more and more fucked up and there were there's like some and also i think he was like schizophrenic or he had a very severe mental illness because he was also recording and taking copious amounts of notes of everything he was doing that so weird very clearly showed him like abusing and torturing these kids and like you know the diets they were on and like he was forcing some of them into sex work against their will not that they knew it was against their will but you know it's Mm -hmm. just how it like played out and he was 
recording everything because he wanted to use it against it because he was paranoid that there was a conspiracy against him. And so he was recording it all to show like what was happening to him. I'm like, you're so fucking deluded and out of your mind that you don't realize you're just incriminating yourself with this. Like right. there's, there's no grand conspiracy against you, sir. <laughs> it's Ooh. all in your head, sir. I know. And he got like a bunch, he got one of the girls to admit that she was poisoning everybody with mercury for like what? years while she was at Sarah Lawrence. And like, but she wasn't actually doing that, right? No, 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 no. And he had her like sign like a statement or whatever. And then he's like recording her. This girl looks so strung out. She looks like all she wants to do is like fucking sleep. And I don't even think she was on drugs. Oh he just gosh. like kept them so like sleep deprived. And she's just like talking through and she's like, yeah, no, I, I did. I poisoned everybody because this guy that he thinks is like the one behind everything because like, you know, Carrick told me that I had to and it was like to get at you and, you know, it's just so sad. And but anyway, because of that, now I tell Jake all the time, well, I've been poisoning you <laughs> with mercury for years. <laughs> um, No, it's fucked up. It's really fucked up. And there's, yeah, there's videos of him just like torturing these like poor kids. It's, I just don't get, I don't get it. Yeah. (sighs) I, I need to finish it because I think I only got into maybe two episodes. Mm. It's only three, so it's not too much. Okay. So I'm a little, there was a new one that I watched on Netflix. It was uh, about what happened to the MH370. Um, I watched that and it was it was interesting they kind of go through like a few different theories okay there is a documentary I don't know if it's new but I heard someone talking about it so I'm assuming but oh my gosh so they were talking about the this documentary do you remember um Jared the subway guy yes of course yeah of course so apparently there's a documentary about him and it just talks like so so if you guys don't know who jared the subway guy is he (laughs) was this i mean if there's any like younger listeners yeah he was a guy that walked to subway every day and he lost like over like 150 pounds eating subway walking a subway and subway just turned him into like a little national treasure and it was like such a huge marketing campaign Mm -hmm. and his face was everywhere he would talk go to schools to talk about health Mm -hmm. all sorts of fucked up well this is the fucked up shit he was their spokesperson he was their spokesperson but he was they charged him for having child porn Mm -hmm. um okay so he's away in jail right now i think he was sentenced to 15 years i want to say uh Mm. but anyways the documentary i guess so there was a girl who became friends with him and she pretty much was what took him down because they were somewhere and he said I really like middle school girls and so she was like what the fuck and so she started becoming close friends with him just to see like keep an eye on him and all of this stuff but anyways apparently his manager was also into little kids and the manager's wife and it's so fucked up Michelle like I don't remember everything that this guy was talking about it but he was like it's more it's worse than I thought yeah you you wouldn't think it could be worse but it was but the his manager's wife she would record her own children (gasps) and like put get these tapes out and she even put like a sex toy 
on the couch. She let one of her children find it. And she like, inc- she was like, why don't you go to your bedroom and like, Oh no, see no, what that's no, about. no, 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 yes. no, 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 no. And no, like, no. I was just like, what the fuck? Like I, I didn't know how crazy it was, Yeah. Um, but I believe it's on discovery. I want to say, I want to watch it, but I'm kind of. Yeah scared to watch it because I felt so sick when they were talking about that I was like what the fuck like can you I not can you imagine but it's just like what is wrong with you yeah yeah that's so fucking disgusting yeah so I that's one that I want to watch but I'm kind of afraid to watch it but no I definitely want to watch that I think I might have seen it on Hulu too really um I definitely saw it on one of my Mm -hmm. home screens but no those stories I like that they're putting them out because when they came out, when we were like younger, it's like, it it gets so sensationalized and like, obviously SNL is making skits about it. And like, you don't even understand the gravity of it. You're just like, Oh, you know, Jared's a pedophile. And that's like, just what you knew. Mm -hmm. But like, to like actually know like how depraved it was. It's also, um, I don't know if you ever watched this documentary, but it's about, um, the McDonald's lawsuit about the hot coffee do you remember that when we were going I remember up? that the woman sued them but I don't yeah. know like if there was something deeper than that no okay so like if you remember it from back then it's like oh my god you know it was just like the running joke like oh the coffee's too hot I'm gonna sue McDonald's and like everybody was just like you're ridiculous you know it was just a joke Jerry yeah. Seinfeld did a thing it was on Seinfeld like the coffee's too hot and pretty much everyone's just like laughing at whoever was a fucking idiot enough to sue McDonald's for their coffee being too hot. Because, mm-hmm. you know, at a very face level, it sounds ridiculous. And it's just like, of course, dummy, coffee's hot. When you actually watch the documentary and like see the burns that this older woman received from the coffee, it's insane. Oh, it is shit. insane. It was, she went through the drive-through with her like son this woman's like i want to say late 70s 80s oh, or whatever wow. she opens the container to put her cream and sugar in it spills all over her lap they actually show the pictures of her legs it looks like she has like had a gangrene for years it looks like she has like a flesh-eating disease Whoa. on her thighs they had to have so much reconstructive like skin grafts and all this stuff it was a year of like just hospitals and stuff and pretty much all she did she sued them just for her medical like bills like that's all she was asking for she wasn't even like I want 10 million dollars she was like I would like 80 like eight hundred thousand dollars to cover the medical bills from this coffee that Mm -hmm. was so hot this is what happened um and McDonald's PR company was the one that started inseminating, you know, like talk show hosts and stuff and like getting this like narrative going like this fucking psycho like wants $10 million because their coffee was too hot. And they ended up just paying this woman like $70,000 because they just, you know, it became such a joke throughout like where, you know, America. Mm -hmm. And, and it's like McDonald's, you make billions of dollars a year. You couldn't have just given this woman the thing and then changed your practices. Cause then they end up changing their practices of like how hot the coffee can like be kept at and stuff like that. But I don't even remember. I think it was like 120 degrees Fahrenheit, like the coffee that she had. So, 
What's like the average temperature of normal? I don't know. Like coffee. Well, boiling is two hundred and twelve. Oh shit. Um, and I think it might have been even like one eighty or something. It was like almost boiling. Wow. You know, water. Yeah. Um. So it was just crazy. And it's like, you know, that's one of those things that in my mind as a kid, it's like, oh, yeah, I remember that story. And then when you actually hear the back end of it, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like this yeah. poor little old lady. Yeah, I didn't know all of that. With you talking about that, that reminds me because I wanted to ask if you watched this show on Netflix. Um, Let me see if I can find the name real quick. But what it does is it goes through different stories that have happened that we've seen in the headlines and then they also go behind how media presents it to us and what really Mm -hmm. happened and how they kind of twist a narrative to make us be on one side but like for instance they did the whole situation with Jenny Jones where the episode it's like you reveal you have a crush on someone that you work with and it was where the guy gets surprised that his male co-worker has a crush mm-hmm. on him and the guy is straight and he's like oh I'm straight like I'm not into men but I'm flattered and then he ends up going home and then like shoots the guy like kills yeah. the guy that surprised him on the show and they did that one they also did a case that happened here in Massachusetts which I never heard of this it was where the woman ugh, She goes out to get a pack of cigarettes from a bar and she ends up getting raped by this group of men that are in this bar and they're just like watching, taking turns. And people said, well, did she ask for it? Like it was when people didn't really know what rape was. It was just so, I was like, this is awful. Like they interviewed people around the town and they were like, well, did she ask for it? Like she must have said something for the guys to lock the door for there and take turns it was insane and then they ended up it was like the first trial that a judge gave permission for the cameras to be in the court so it was like Mm -hmm. a huge thing for that as well but then they weren't going to show her face because they were trying to protect her but then the fucking judge forgot to have them block out her name so her name goes on all of these news station so then people in her own town find out who it is and it was just awful and they even interview the judge and he's like looking back he was like that's a mistake that I will live with forever like I didn't even think of that at the time and our whole point was trying to protect the woman but anyways they go through a few like um murder cases or things Mm -hmm. that happen that where when we see only one side we don't really know but it was really good the two episodes I saw it's on Netflix I find out the name I want to know I want to watch that no that makes me outrageously mad so it's called trial by media okay um it was at a place called big dance that was the it was in Bedford Mass Bedford oh wow No, I haven't heard of that before. Oh, maybe it's not new. Maybe it came out a few years ago, but it's new to me. Yeah, it's new to me too. I just, I don't get it. I don't yeah, get it's... like what makes some people just want to hurt other people. I know. Like, why can't you just be normal and be a good person and mind your own business? Yeah. Well, on that note. <laughs> on that note, does anyone listen still? Because I feel like we're just a bunch of Debbie Downers. <laughs> I know, for real though. 
well I think we just watch shitty shit (laughs) (laughs) crazy shit and then we just talk about what we watch and all the things we watch is like cults and Uh murders (laughs) oh yeah yeah well, if you need a palate cleanser, I highly recommend the Beauty and the Beast special. So <laughs> it won't make you cry at all. At all. <laughs> all right. We love you guys so much. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening.